Welcome back. We're going to go into it today. Trump versus Biden. Whose policies are better? Who's got better promises on the campaign trail? Who's going to win the election? I'll tell you my favorite. That should be no surprise, but we'll go over it anyways. Let's start with Biden. Off of Biden's campaign website under immigration, Biden is going to immediately reverse the Trump administration's cruel and senseless policies that separate parents from their children at our borders. He's going to end detrimental asylum policies. He's going to end the mismanagement of asylum system, which fuels violence and chaos at the border. He's going to end prolonged detention. He's going to order an immediate review of the temporary protection status for vulnerable populations who cannot find safety in their countries ripped apart by violence or disaster. You know what? His plan is a disaster. (laughs) Let's be honest. Basically, what you get from that is, let's just open the borders, let anybody in. We're not going to check anybody. Oh, poor people coming illegally across the borders. We mistreat them so badly. If it was so bad over here, why do they continue to come? They only come because you guys use George Soros and you got a lot of funding and you guys create these caravans and you pay for everything to get them over here anyways. You don't really care about them. You make sure they get across the border so you can win votes. So we'll move along from there. His health care plan. Let's go over that a little bit. Let's see how bad that's going to impact the economy and destroy us. Creepy, crazy Uncle Joe. Of course... His and uh, Obama's baby. Joe Biden proposes protecting and building upon the Affordable Care Act instead of switching to Medicare for All system. And that's about it. He doesn't have a whole lot else on there besides beating on his chest like King Kong, trying to highlight the train wreck of a job that him and Obama did, claiming that because they gave you this garbage insurance, you no longer had to worry about being denied. You just basically had to pay, I don't know, $2,500 to $5,000 more than you probably paid before, and you, one way or the other, couldn't afford the coverage, so you lost it anyways. But they're going to beat their chest on it, Joe. That was a real good idea to go with that plan. Looks pretty good. Let's go on to some other big issues that I'm sure economically are of a little bit more interest to most people because that is what's going to have the most impact on your day-to-day life. Spoiler alert, he copied and pasted it from Trump's book. In which case, when I read Trump's section... You'll hear about it then, because Joe was not original enough to come up with his own plan, knowing that any of the socialist uh, ideology that he wants to impose on our economy basically is going to crash the economy. We're going to crash and burn. It's over. Kiss it goodbye. Bye-bye, America. Nice seeing you. And millions upon hundreds of millions of people are going to be out of work, and we're all going to be on the breadline. But I'll get more into that when I get to Trump's anyways. Of course, they're going after our Second Amendment right. His gun regulations. He's going to get rid of stockpiles of weapons. He's going to try to hold gun manufacturers accountable for the sale of assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. He's also going to propose a buyback to try to get you to willfully turn your gun in. I don't know. Being a very pro-Second Amendment person myself, 
I wouldn't turn my gun in like they would say in old times, you're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. I'm not giving you back anything. I don't care what kind of money you're offering. It is my right to own that gun. The Second Amendment gives it to me to help me protect myself and family from a tyrannical government, which the Democratic Party is. Since day to day, all they are doing is pushing socialism and trying to cram it down our throats. I don't know about you, but I'm not looking forward to being socialist. I don't want it. I have no interest in it. It has never worked in the history of man. And I will make sure that if that day unfortunately comes to me, I will be able to protect myself. For criminal justice, he wants to create a new $20 billion competitive grant program to spur states to shift from incarceration to prevention. So he wants to make less prisons. Ironically, he's also calling for defunding of the police. Or if you want to play the word game, which most of the media is trying to do, uh, when he was asked the question, would he reallocate funds from the police department to other part departments? And he says, of course, he could reallocate them. Just in case the media missed it, reallocating is saying the same thing as defunding because you're basically taking money away from that particular department to move it to a different department. So you can play all the word games you want. I just know America is not that stupid, although you apparently think we are. I mean, the list goes on and on. His campaign is a train wreck. If you want to be socialist, then it's probably ideal for you, I guess. If you are a normal, proud, all-American citizen, then it's, you know, I would use it as paper to light your fire because it's pretty much garbage. Everything that he says is garbage in there from top to bottom. The only interesting things in there on the economy, but the only reason that the things on the economy are interesting is because he copied and pasted it from Trump's policies. So naturally, we all liked Trump's policies because whether you like Trump or not, when the economy's roaring and you got a few extra bucks in your pocket, then life is good. So let's go over some of Donald Trump's, shall we? For Donald Trump's campaign website, says President Trump has enforced immigration laws to protect American communities and American jobs. The president will continue to and hopefully fully complete the southern border wall, as promised on the first campaign trail. He is also creating uh, his immigration reform proposal, which calls for the transition to a merit-based immigration plan. So for somebody who's so racist, if you're already here, he's going to try to work it out with you through a transition period where you could earn citizenship. My God, he sounds like such a racist, doesn't he? Joe Biden just wants to let everybody and their third cousin in, literally. On to the next, Trump's health care plan. Trump repealed the individual mandate, which forced people to buy expensive insurance and tax those who couldn't afford it. President Trump signed a six-year extension of CHIP to fund health care for $9 million. The Trump administration has also mobilized his entire administration to address the drug addiction and opioid abuse by declaring an, <clears throat> the opioid crisis a nationwide health emergency. I don't know. Seems like a better idea to me. Ideally, what they really need to do with health care 
is make it competitive like car insurance. You got to open it up to the free market. Okay, you, you got to get companies fighting against companies to create lower premiums, to create competitive plans and different programs. Uh, it, right now, the problem is, is it's they try to take a one size fits all approach. So a lot of times you're being insured for things you don't even need. You know, not everybody needs an alcohol and drug uh, program in their insurance because not everybody suffers with uh, alcoholism or, or being a drug addict. Uh, not everybody needs the counseling in there. So if you could take plans and you could modify them to actually fit your exact needs, insurance would become incredibly affordable for all. Just to give you my perspective on insurance anyways. Uh, Trump's economy, which I kind of skipped over Biden's economy because it was a, like I said, it was a copy and paste deal. He basically took Trump's ideas and tried to pass them off as his own, knowing that they're never going to do that, being that Bernie and AOC and Beto O'Rourke and God knows who else in that disgusting administration they would put in there. Uh, are definitely not running this in a capitalist fashion at all. They're going to severely emphasize socialism and start trying to implement big government and crash the uh, United States. So, President Trump is unleashing economic growth and jobs. Since his election, the Trump administration's pro-growth policies have generated 6 million new jobs. The unemployment rate has fallen to its lowest point in 50 years, and wages have grown at more than 3% for 10 months in a row. Under President Trump's leadership, Congress passed historic tax cuts and relief for hardworking Americans. Not to mention, he had the lowest African-American, Hispanic-American, Asian-American, and women in the workforce unemployment rate at their lowest point in recorded history. I mean, what more do you need to say to him about the economy than that? Being the businessman that he is, he obviously knows how to make money. He knows how to create jobs, and it just proved it on a massive scale never seen before. Your Second Amendment right... Trump administration says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Gun and magazine bans are a total failure. The right to self-defense doesn't stop at the end of your driveway. That's why I have a concealed carry permit and why tens of millions of Americans do too. The permit should be valid in all 50 states instead of just the state of your residence. I mean, what more could you ask for? I mean, he gets it. He understands. That is the only amendment that if you read the Constitution, it is absolute. They didn't use any wording that gives you wiggle room out of it. That is your absolute right. Everything else always has a little stipulation in there. Everything else always has like an if, and, or but in there. But the Second Amendment, there is none of that, which is why the left attack it consistently, which is probably why they lose most of the time also. Not to mention, if you are trying to transition into a socialist nation, that's probably not going to work in your favor 
since there's what 325 or 330 million Americans and last statistic I checked there was around 400 million guns in the United States and out of those 400 million I think a combined total between police officers and military there was somewhere around 8 million yeah you're not going to be able to turn this country over without us willfully giving it to you by turning in our only defense against you. So good luck with that. Uh, Police, you know Trump doesn't want to defund the police. That's not a big surprise. Trump is very passionate about backing our law enforcement and our military. He works consistently to strengthen our military, strengthen our law enforcement, which we need now more than ever. There is so much... Uh, craziness going on in the world. I mean, look at all these Democratic-run states. They have been under attack for some of them up to six, seven weeks now, nonstop rioting every single night, just destroying their cities. And they don't want no help. They don't want Trump to send in the military. They don't want Trump to send in DHS. They just want to let their cities burn. They're just going to stand by and watch it. Well, like Trump says, he's the president of law and order. And I see that he's mobilizing now, getting ready to send people in, regardless of whether they want it or not. And I applaud him for it. So let's get into the good stuff. What does Joe Biden stand for? Joe Biden wants to take your guns away, wants to crash the economy, wants to open the borders up for all to come in, no matter what kind of people they are. And since they're coming in, Joe Biden's going to defund the police so you can't be protected when the criminals come to your homes or businesses. You just, uh, no guns, no police, I guess you just let them do what they're going to do, as Nancy Pelosi would say. And uh, then he's going to double down on Obamacare, which is a disaster in the first place, so we could throw a ton more money into a program that you know doesn't work. So since we're already $26 trillion in debt, I mean, you know, what's the big deal at this point? So we'll just end up going deeper and deeper in debt to try to fix a unsalvageable program. That makes a lot of sense. But then again, Joe Biden doesn't make a lot of sense because as far as marbles, I'm not even sure he has a pair anymore. I think there's just one marble rattling around upstairs and sometimes it's on target and other times it's just banging around in there. Now, President Trump, He wants you to keep your guns and protect yourself. He wants to make sure that we're stopping people at the borders, that we're vetting them, we're checking who they are, we're making sure you're a decent person that can produce something for society before we let you in. And when you do come in, there will be additional police officers because we are funding the police department. He's also going to work hard on, if the Republicans will work with him this time, revamping the medical. I don't know what their plan is at this moment. They haven't really unveiled one. He did have one early in his presidency in 2017, but he didn't have the support from the Republicans at the time. So hopefully this time around, they could come up with a much better plan and they can get something better passed to help offer uh, some type of insurance to people who truly struggle to afford it. Trump's also going to keep the economy roaring, continue to create jobs, keep bringing back manufacturing jobs to the United States. He's going to keep all of our energy uh, sector up and running. He's going to keep fracking. We're going to keep getting oil. We're going to keep ourselves energy independent. Trump is going to bring the United States to a new height in that way. 
So let me ask you. Of the two that I just laid out, logically, what makes most sense? You, I mean, do you really want to go down that socialist route? That If you look at the way I've painted that picture, and it's not because I'm pro-Trump. I am pro-Trump. I don't hide that fact. I am a conservative. I don't hide that fact. You just look at policies. The Democrats are looking for a socialist utopia. They want to take away your guns. They want to defund your police. They want to create big government programs that they're going to spend basically all the money that they're going to raise your taxes to pay for to try to make these programs work, which a lot of Americans don't need it. You already have your own health insurance. Are you okay with them creating something for people who can't get insured? Of course. But why should you as a taxpayer why is it fair that you're being completely depleted for somebody who just wants to sit around on their couch eating corn chips all day watching uh, soap operas? I know I don't want to pay for them, and why should I? Now, going on Trump's plan, although this goes against everything socialists seem to stand for, the more you invest in big companies, the bigger they grow, the more jobs they create. So if you have somebody in a welfare state, you're now creating jobs for them to get, for them to get off welfare, for them to have a better lifestyle for themselves. So Trump's promising big economic growth, which will help employ all. It's already been proven. Having the lowest unemployment rates all across the board, period, it has proven itself. Capitalism and the free market work. Trump wants you to be safe. He wants to make sure you have your gun. He's not trying to take it from you. He's actually encouraging you to make sure that you get your concealed weapons and you carry a gun just because this world is crazy. <laughs> Look at what is going on. Trump wants to cut your taxes, wants to make sure you're not paying more taxes. It's not necessary for us to pay more taxes. It, it, what it comes down to is the government needs to be more responsible with how they spend the money. They just can't keep tax, tax, tax and take, take, take from us because of their failures and that they're not managing their money correctly. It's what it comes down to. Trump also wants to secure our borders. He's going to keep building that wall. It's not going to take long. Four more years, he should have it complete. If not complete, it'll be so close, all we need is one more conservative Republican in behind him, and we should complete that wall, which makes it safer for all in the United States. It gives us our opportunity to check everybody coming across the border, and we're not having this influx of people constantly coming in here that we don't know who they are or what they're about. The choice is pretty clear. I mean, it's a very dark or a very light picture. This election is big. It's, it's probably, everybody always says, you know, it's the, the election of your lifetime. And I'm sure that that's probably been used to death and everybody said that for cycle after cycle after cycle. I'm, I'm sure that there are some listeners that are elderly that have been, this has been the election of their lifetime, the last six elections. This one's a little bit different. This time, they're pulling down statues, trying to erase history. They're trying to get rid of the police department. They want to defund the military. 
previous to this, they've already gone after ice. I mean, it's, this one is, it's getting nasty. And this radical group that we're facing, I don't think we have faced in our lifetime. It's that important. We got to get out there and vote. You got to vote for America. You got to vote. I can't tell you who to vote for. And that's not what I'm here to do. You know, I, regardless of how pro-conservative or pro-Trump I am, I'm extremely reasonable. I will debate anybody as long as it has some boundaries, as long as it's respectful and we're not yelling and screaming. I don't yell and scream, but liberals tend to like to yell and scream, especially when you keep hammering them with facts and there's really nothing they can say back. Usually it goes in a bad direction. They start acting erratic and start yelling and screaming as a defense mechanism, but I can't tell you who to vote for. Wink, wink, I would say Trump. (laughs) Because the choice is clear to me. I want to enjoy my life the way it is now. Does America have a dark past? Has America had problems in the past? Of course. The difference is we've learned from our problems. We are constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. And we're constantly correcting true injustices that happened in the past. But the only way to do that is by honoring the past. And I think that's what being a true American is. Yes, we know where we're from. We know where we're trying to get to. And we're going to stumble along the way, but we always clean it up at the end of the day. So 2020 will be the biggest election of your lifetime. And you got to vote correct. If you love this country, you love what it stands for, you love the way America is, if you're a proud American, there is no other vote than for Trump. If you completely hate America, I guess then uh, you go for socialism and hope for the best. It's not going to be a pretty picture for you. Um, I would encourage you to probably read Karl Marx so you understand who Karl Marx is, the basically the grandfather of socialism. He's the uh, crazy guy that thought it sounded like a good idea. But socialism, I can assure you, has never worked not once in not one single country, period. And you can check that for yourself as well. And I would encourage you to always look up. Don't take my word for it. Always look it up for yourself. It's always best to educate yourself. Don't just believe what one person says. That about does it for me on this episode. So if you like what you're hearing, keep on listening. Tell your friends, tell your family. You can follow me at Joe Little on Parlor. On Twitter, it's L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. It's the same at Gmail. Otherwise, God bless. Have a good night.